guess what? Catch Me Outside is one year old. In fact, I released the first three episodes of the show on January 14th, 2022, so just over a year ago. One of my favorite things about producing this show is getting to live vicariously through all the brave, curious, and adventurous people I interview. In the past year, guests have taken us to the tundra of the Northwest Territories, the peaks of some of the tallest mountains in Canada and the U.S., up and down the Hudson River, across the Great Lakes, and along hiking trails that trace Canada's coasts and cover the span of the United States. For Catch Me Outside's anniversary, I wanted to focus on the people who've shared their adventures on the show. So I reached out to every guest I've interviewed and asked them to record an update on their life since we last heard from them, or what they've got planned for 2023. Planning adventures and building communities is hard, time-consuming work, so not everyone was able to send an update, but a handful of past guests were. In today's episode, you'll hear adventure updates from Nicole Dubita, Canis Lung, Pascal Marceau, Maddie LeBlanc, Laura Johnson, Chev Dixon, Kyla Fuller, Greg Zolob, Anna McBride, Alex Tran, Jessica Rachel, and Zuena Gray. The show is a little late this week because I've been working more than usual to meet my savings goal for the PCT. I'm the interviewer, producer, sound engineer, and communications person for Catch Me Outside, and I do it all on my own time and with mostly my own funds. I have a handful of amazing patrons who help support the show and keep me going. And if you'd like to join them and contribute a few dollars each month to support Catch Me Outside, you should head over to patreon.com slash catchmeoutsidepodcast or look for the link in the show notes or on the Catch Me Outside Instagram or Facebook profiles. All patrons receive a handwritten note on a Catch Me Outside postcard and, depending on the level you sign up for, access to bonus episodes, video chats, and a secret Discord channel. So please, consider signing up to support the show. Anyway, thank you so much to everyone who sent in an update. It is so exciting to touch base and find out what you're all up to. I'm Megan Dallaire, this is Catch Me Outside, and without further delay, let's get to it. Hello, Meg, and Catch Me Outside listeners. This is Nicole from episode one of the podcast, which was about my thru-hike of the Great Divide Trail, and also episode 12, where we discussed backcountry hygiene. Um, my 2022 was all work and no play. I didn't really get to spend much time outside of the city, and I actually only spent a single night in my tent. Uh, but that's okay, because I've been busy saving up and getting ready for 2023, I'm happy to say that on April 21st, I should be standing at the Mexican border, about to begin another thru-hike, this time of the Continental Divide Trail. The CDT spans about 5,000 kilometers border-to-border border across the United States, beginning in the boot heel of New Mexico and heading north through Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana, ending at the monument in Waterton Lakes National Park in Alberta, which is actually the same place that my Great Divide Trail thru-hike began. I'll be traveling through some very exciting desert and mountain landscapes, passing through Rocky Mountain, Yellowstone, and Glacier National Parks, and a lot of incredible wilderness areas, uh, and climbing about above 14,000 feet in Colorado. The CDT is a lot like the GDT in terms of having multiple route options, so I'm looking forward to taking some beautiful alternates, like through the Gila Wilderness, and hopefully also 
uh, traversing the Wind River High Route in Wyoming. I'm really excited to get to spend five months out walking again, and I'm very hopeful it all comes together, so I'll have the opportunity to talk to you about it when I finish in the fall. Hey, it's Candice Lung. I was a guest on episodes 2 and 18, um, where I talked about my long-ass section hike on the Pacific Crest Trail this past summer. When I started my hike, I was really burnt out and sick of working, and um, I really needed a long break away from that. And I think my hike did reinforce for me that rest is so essential to our lives. We spend so much of our time laboring under capitalism and we have so little time to actually look inward and to spend time with ourselves and to spend extended periods of time not working and not stressed out and consumed by that stuff. Um, And so I came away from my hike really thankful that I had that opportunity. And it also made me think very seriously about what our purpose is as individuals um, and what kind of lives we want to live and the work we want to do in service to our goals, you know, and in my case, it's to spend more time outdoors, to travel, to see more of the world, to maybe do more through hiking. The simplicity of life on the trail is intoxicating. Um, All of your needs and wants are so simple. And I want everyone to experience that, um, that kind of joy and rest. Um, I also feel grief to think about our natural world and the impacts of climate change. Um, Walking through burn zones was really traumatic, uh, honestly, especially as a Canadian. Um, I think most of us are so sheltered from really catastrophic effects of climate change, and we are in for a rude awakening. So on a a lot of levels, uh, I think I'm feeling some grief, Um, not just the post-trail depression that a lot of hikers talk about, but, you know, of having my worldview fundamentally changed in a lot of ways. But there's possibility in that grief um, to change the way we live our lives as individuals and also as a society to change what we prioritize um, and what we value and really hold dear. Um, And mostly I'm just grateful, grateful for the opportunity and freedom to be out there, the privilege uh, of time and money. So that's a lot of the big picture stuff I've been wrestling with. So my plan is to go back and finish the rest of the trail in 2024. And in the meantime, um, I've got some smaller paddling trips planned for uh, the summer. And I might do the East Coast Trail in Newfoundland as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But I can't wait to get back out there. Hi there. It's so great to reconnect with the Catch Me Outside community. Uh, Here's a little update of what's been happening since we last talked about Mount Leukemia. So in 2022, I was fortunate to spend January to May in way northwest Greenland, um, where we got to live there through polar nights. So where it's uh, basically 24 hours of darkness, 
and right through to full daylight, so 24 hours of sun. Um, it was an incredible experience. So I lived a cultural journey, um, one where I traded in crampons for travel by dog team. Uh, and really, there is no better way to move through that breathtaking landscape of snow and ice. Uh, so we have great images, great story uh, of just being, of life up there in the Arctic. Look forward to sharing with the community someday. In 2023, I uh, aim to continue the shift or the transition from the high altitude to the high latitude. So this year, I'm headed to Canada's high Arctic. So we're um, going to be heading on a six six plus week uh, ski journey that's sent to commence uh, March 22nd on Ellesmere Island. So the name of the expedition is called Arctic Awe, and we are going to be bringing awareness to the mental and physical benefits of experiencing awe, basically of reconnecting with nature, uh, with ourselves. So it's being a very uh, vulnerable journaling and messaging and just uh, an incredible opportunity to be in one of Canada's most uh topographically interesting places and breathtaking place of Canada in Canada. So anyways, uh, I look forward to sharing that with you too someday. Lots of love. Bye. Hey there, this is Maddie LeBlanc from episode six. Right now I am currently pursuing the life of a professional SUP athlete as I have recently moved to Dana Point, California. I'm here living on a sailboat, pursuing my dream of becoming the best possible SUP athlete that I can uh, for Canada and beyond. I'm here for the winter in my off season to train for three months um, to get more familiar with the ocean and just to keep paddling every day and spend most days on the water. Super, super stoked to be here and shout out to all of my sponsors for being able to make this happen. Hi, this is Laura from Episode 7 on the West Coast and Wanafuka Trails with Kyle and Laura. Unfortunately, Kyle cannot make this up to today, but I will fill you in on everything we've been up to since. Uh, in the summer, we attempted the East Coast Trail in Newfoundland. Uh, we went during that July heat wave and the temperatures were consistently in the mid-30s with plus humidity. So it was a little bit uh, unpleasant. Uh, very, very challenging, but also very rewarding experience. The scenery was beautiful and the friendliness, friendliness of the Newfoundland people is just unbelievable. Uh, so highly recommend if you ever get a chance to get out there. Um, some great hiking and uh, great scenery. Unfortunately, we weren't able to complete the hike due to Kyle sustaining a bad knee injury. But we did make it around 260, 270k, which is the furthest I've ever hiked. So I was pretty, pretty happy and pretty proud of that especially given the circumstances with the um, challenges of the heat as well. Uh, so while we were hiking, we actually met Jessica from episode, I think it's 23, on long distance hiking. I think she actually starts that episode chatting about the ECT and mentions a southbound couple that she met and had a long chat with early in her hike. And so that couple was actually us. So we got on the... Um, yeah, we got a really big kick out of uh, the connectivity of this great hiking community and uh, what a small little world it can be sometimes as well. So 
that was really fun. Um, we also just got back from our first winter hiking, camping trip. Not much of a hike. We uh, dragged some sleds across Abraham Lake in Alberta. If you ever look up Abraham Lake, it's a very kind of unique lake. It gets these little methane bubbles that come up, um, creating some really, really beautiful, striking, striking scenery. Um, so that was fantastic. We had a great time on that. And we're hoping to start exploring some more winter camping a little bit more this season. Um, coming up for us as well, we have booked onto the Barren Lakes Canoe Circuit, which is in BC. And hoping to do that in July. So it's a 116 kilometer circuit of lakes and rivers. So we're going to start preparing for that as soon as the weather, um, as winter is over. Other plans for us this year, we'll just be doing some hiking closer to home. So hoping to maybe book Mount Assiniboine in BC or Egypt Lakes area in Banff and, uh, you know, continuing with our outdoor adventures. Just want to say congratulations on one year of your podcast. It's been great listening to uh, all of the episodes and taking part. So, and also good luck on your PCT trip. Very, very excited to hear all about that. Okay, thanks. Good morning. This is Chev reporting live from Florida. A quick recap of our 2022 season. And what a season it was. It was really, really beautiful. Starting off with the Hudson Valley Challenge. That was historic. First time being done. It's a 300 mile exploration of the Hudson Valley Estuary. Running, hiking, cycling, kayaking and paddle boarding. We got a lot of people out and that was really, really cool. And it was so good and so successful that we're looking forward to part two, which is coming in 2023. And that will be similar, but except we're doubling up with the amount of miles that we go after so we're going to 684 miles starting with a run cycling up to the Adirondacks kayaking back hiking paddleboarding whitewater rafting with a bunch of people to the Statue of Liberty so that's the Hudson Valley Challenge next up after the Hudson Valley Challenge we had a great time and I got invited to the GoPro Mountain Games where I was able to compete in the mud run and a few other events. There's a lot of great athletes that showed up and that was really an event that was one of the highlights of my year. Just seeing the amount of people that loves the outdoors and love being outside and sharing their passion and their work ethic and their joy for, you know, for nature. And just being around a bunch of badass people, that's always a lot of fun. So yeah, and then I completed my seventh Manhattan circumnavigation, which was the annual 32 miles trip around Manhattan. Um, I had some friends that joined me and it got a lot more colorful, which we've been pushing for diversity of that event for a long time. It got a lot more colorful. So that was really cool to see and be a part of as well. I was not tired. I had a lot of fun. I actually finished first place, but you're not gonna talk about that today. That's for another day. And then that takes me right into the Hudson River Riders. We had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful paddling season. We're able to get 1,200 people outside. We got a partnership with REI for a new grant to get more people outside. Hudson River Riders is officially partnering up with the Hudson Valley Challenge and myself. We also got 10 new instructors. Six of those are women. Nine of those are black and brown people. So talking about doing the work with diversity, equity, and inclusion, I think that sums that up. 
And then the cherry on the top was our new board is elected for YPRC Hudson River Riders. And we have the most diverse board of, out of all of the paddle sport clubs or organizations around this country. So very proud of that and very happy for that kind of work. And it's beautiful. So yeah, that's really my 2022 season. 2023, we're looking to repeat that and add a lot more on that and grow more as people, as a human being, fighting for more access, promoting more access, promoting sustainable adventure, and just meeting nice people and having a wonderful time. That's it. One love, see you soon. Hey, this is Kyla from episode 12 about sailing for a living. I am currently sitting on my boat, which is in the marina, while a tropical low pressure system hovers just offshore. We've had wind gusts of over 50 knots, which is over 90 kilometers an hour overnight. In the past four days, it's rained over a meter. In fact, all of the roads in and out of town are completely flooded. I was lucky enough to have my mom come visit for the month of December this year. And we took our boat out so many times and spent a lot of time snorkeling and checking out some of the beautiful remote beaches of the Whitsundays. With 74 islands on our doorstep, there's always a lot to explore. Otherwise, I've just been working on the big purple boat Chimera and spending as much time outside as possible. Hello, Megan. Greg Zolob here uh, from episode 13 the Sunshine Coast Trail, and episode 21, the Nooka Island Trail. Uh, trail named Three Hills. Uh, wanted to say congratulations on the one-year anniversary of your podcast. I've uh, really enjoyed listening to uh, all the different episodes and especially enjoyed being part of a couple of them. Uh, I've enjoyed the guests you've had on and the different trails they've talked about. Uh, it's given me some ideas for future hikes. Um, uh, so that's been fantastic. And, uh, my, uh, upcoming hiking plans for 2023 is to hike the desert portion of the Pacific Crest Trail from Campo to Kennedy Meadows South. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I've enjoyed uh, both episodes, uh, that you've had with people who have hiked the trail. Actually, there may be more than two, but, um, anyways, uh, all the guests have had really good information and I've learned something from, from all of them. So thank you for providing that forum and, uh, yeah, and hopefully I'll, uh, get a chance to run into you on the trail this spring. So anyways, all the best, uh, congratulations again and, um, have a great hiking year. Take care. Hi, this is Anna from episode 17. Happy birthday, Catch Me Outside podcast. So last time I chatted with Megan, uh, I was about to set out for the Canal Trail out in the Northwest Territories. So my mom and I and my dog drove out there and uh, actually only made it about five days in out of the two weeks that we had planned. So about 50 miles because we uh, found the water crossings to be a lot sketchier than expected. Uh, we did have a pack raft, but unfortunately, uh, the currents are just too strong for us, and uh, we uh, we got kind of sketched out and scared from the, from the water crossing, so I decided to pull the plug on our adventure. Any recommendations for someone that will that would attempt it is to be very confident with your water crossings because there are a lot, and uh, if you're over five two, that also would probably help you out a lot. Uh, but all in all, I had an awesome trail experience and really loved it out there. It was absolutely beautiful. 
Uh, coming up for 2023, I'm hoping to be able to get out uh, on the IET on the Quebec section with my hiking partner uh, in our home province. So that would be really cool to do that all 650 kilometers. Uh, but if time doesn't allow, we're thinking of uh, maybe hitting up uh, the Seawall Trail, which I think is pretty new out in Cape Breton. And I think part of it is a cross-country uh, route. If not, there's also some other uh, shorter hikes about a week or so that we would be able to do in uh, Quebec uh, this summer or fall. So really looking forward to it. Thanks, Megan, for all you do and uh, keep up the good work. Hey, it's Alex from episode 22. Just sending out a quick note um, for what I'm up to in 2023. This year, I'll probably be doing a little bit more bikepacking uh, as I started last summer. Um, specifically, I'm looking at exploring a little bit more of the um, uh, Ontario rail trails and possibly looking also at uh, doing the Vermont Long Trail, uh, but more on that later. Uh, I'm really looking forward to following along with uh, Megan's uh, PCT uh, section hike. That'll be fun. And yeah, hope everyone is doing well. Hi, this is Elena Gray from episode 24 of Catch Me Outside podcast. In 2023, I'm looking forward to some new adventures. For me, new adventures look looks like new trails, new skills, and new learning. I really hope to be able to spend some time in the snow this year and do some snow and winter camping. This could mean a cross-country trip or a snowshoeing trip. I'm also really looking forward to being able to spend more time outdoors and bringing other people along with me. Last year when I hiked Bruce Trail, it was just myself and my hiking partner. But this year, I'm really looking forward to finding new ways to engage with my community in the outdoors. So I have some new things up on the horizon. Hi, everyone. This is Jessica Rochelle, a.k.a. Frosty, from episode 23 of the podcast. A little update of what I've been getting up to since my episode aired back in October. Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot, but in November I did do a eight-day road trip down in southern Utah and a little bit of northern Arizona. Uh, it was actually a really fun trip. Um, I was really lucky where I got to meet up with an old friend from that I met on the PCT. Uh, he's a canyoneer guide and so is his roommate. So a group of us went out and we went canyoneering for my first time. And I thought that was a pretty cool way to start off my little solo road trip. Um, while I was down there, I went to uh, Zion National Park, Bryce Canyon, Arches National Park, Capitol Reef, and Canyonlands. And then I drove down to Monument Valley to Forest Gump Point and went into Page, Arizona, where Horseshoe Bend is, did a little tour of Lower Antelope Canyon in the Navajo land, and then went down and did a day in the Grand Canyon. Um, the entire trip was amazing. It was so fun to reconnect with an old friend and to see him in his hometown and get to go cannoneering with them. Uh, I met a ton of new friends along the way. I met one person who I actually ended up spending like three days with. We went to three different national parks together. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And I think that road trip everyone should do. It is so accessible. Um, there are so many 
areas that are paved so they're even wheelchair accessible. Uh, you don't even have to get out and hike. You can literally drive most of the um, most of the parks you can drive through and just pull over and take pictures. Um, a couple of them you do have to take shuttles, but same thing. You can just like sit on the bus and shuttle, get off at, off at the stops, take pictures, check in the views. Um, just an absolutely beautiful, amazing road trip. I think everyone should do it once in their life. Utah is amazing. Um, if I had to pick a highlight, I would say Bryce Canyon with a fresh little bit of snow on it at sunrise was the absolute icing on the cake. When I think about that trip, I think about that morning. Absolutely beautiful. Um, and other than that, it's been a pretty quiet four months. Um, going into 2023, I've got a lot of things planned. Uh, in May, uh, end of May, I'm going to be going down to California and doing another National Parks road trip. I'm hoping to hit up Channel Islands, the Pinnacles, I'm hoping to get a permit to climb, um, to do the cables on Half Dome. I uh, want to go to Kings Canyon National Park, Sequoia National Park, Joshua Tree, Death Valley, and then maybe head into Idlewild to see if I can finally meet Mayor Max because I wasn't able to meet him in 2020. For those of you who don't know, Mayor Max is a dog <laughs> and he is the mayor of a little town called Idlewild in California. Um, yeah, so that's my first little trip of the year. And then I'm heading to the UK, um, going to visit a couple of friends who I also met on the Pacific Crest Trail in 2020. Uh, I've never been to Europe before, so that should be fun. I'm just going to be doing England, Scotland, and Ireland. But if anyone has anything that I have to see, please let me know. I kind of, it's up in the air right now where I'm going and what I'm going to see, but I know I'm going to rent a car while I'm there so I can go kind of outside of the city and go see some of the national wonders that are along the coastline. Um, and then I'm hopefully going to be able to hike the Wonderland Trail this summer, although I do have to apply for a permit for that one and it is a little tricky getting a permit, but, um, if not, I do hope to plan another hike for that time if I can't get a permit for the Wonderland Trail. So if anyone has any suggestions on a hike I can do in about 10 days, send them my way. Even if it's shorter than that, that would be fine. Um, I can take my time or maybe explore the area around it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my plans for 2020. Oh, and um, in... November or October, I'm going to go down to Tennessee and do a road trip around there as well. So yeah, I've got an exciting 2020 plan. Sorry, 2023. Wow, living in the past. Um, and hopefully I'm going to fill my weekends with a bunch of hikes locally as well and try to get some of my uh, bucket list hikes checked off this year. Um, I just wanted to say congratulations on your one year anniversary for the podcast. It's amazing. Um, I know, you know, but I just want to let everyone know that I think podcasts are a really great way to connect with, uh, like-minded humans. And one way that we did that this year was, um, I actually got reintroduced to a couple that I met on the ECT because of your podcast, um, without me even knowing they had been on the podcast way before I did the P the ECT and, when I met them, had no idea who they were, but then when I did my interview with you, 
uh, Kyle actually reached out to me and uh, we were able to reconnect on Instagram. So I thought that was like really cool. Um, So amazing how people from all over the country can reconnect because of one common interest, which is your podcast and our love for the outdoors. So I just want to say congratulations and I hope you're really proud of yourself because it's an amazing accomplishment. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Megan again. Um, Wow. So when I recorded the intro for this episode, I had heard, of course, I had listened to the clips everyone sent, but I hadn't listened to the full like onslaught of every clip laid out one after the other um, for the episode. And then I I did. And now um, before I, I, you know, before I publish it for, for you all, I just wanted to say, wow, I'm just, uh, I don't know, so touched and so great, grateful to um, get to do this and, you know, have the, have the free time to do this and um, that so many really, really cool people have been willing to share their interests and their stories with me on this show that so many people tune into the show and, you know, find some value in it. I mean, not, not a crazy amount of people. It's, it's not, it's no uh, Joe Rogan experience, but um, yeah, just, such a such a pick me up um hearing from everybody and uh so yeah I'm so grateful to everyone who who listens who's been on the show and and who sent in messages and updates and uh and birthday wishes for for catch me outside so yeah thank you all so much and um have a great year <laughs>